Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. Yes, yay! That actually has become quite a standard introduction, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. We might have to switch it it's up at some usual. stage. Yeah. Well, we changed it last week. Well, last week, last fucking month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> last ep. But this is episode 144. Mm. 12 times 12. It is. Which <laughs> which automatically makes it non-prime. Yeah. Non-prime. And also, um, quite an interesting number. Yes, would be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because it has a one and a four and then another four. Yeah. Yeah. And if you add all those numbers up mm. together, it makes another number. Exactly. It's exactly. weird, huh? But we're here to talk about games. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. I was trying to think of something interesting to say about the number 144, and then I realized that that is fucking dumb and boring. <laughs> Everyone hates 144, so it doesn't even it's matter. It's the least popular number. It is, yeah. One's lonely. 144 yeah. is hated. 144 is the loneliest number. <laughs> has no friends at all. <laughs> it has no friends at all. <laughs> so there you go. Um, <laughs> so what have you been up to? <laughs> I've actually been playing a lot of NBA still. Oh, nice. Um, Getting excited during the final series. Yeah, yeah. I, I've kind of lost a little bit of gusto for it once Philly's got knocked out. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like Raptors are going to seal it. You know, yeah. so we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, you didn't just jinx it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> even care to be honest. Really, I just don't really I want uh, Warriors yeah, winning. Yeah, again. that'd be good to have yeah. them just collapse. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, they're all getting injured because they're old and not Shit. good. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Uh, E3's <laughs> coming up, so we'll talk a little bit about that soon. Yeah. Yeah. We've got. Uh, we've got a. Uh, I guess normally we do predictions, but I'm not really feeling it this year because it's a kind of a weird year. Yeah. Um, like well, PlayStation pulled out for the first time yeah. ever. Yeah, none of the big console makers are there. Well, Xbox is there. They're doing their big one. Uh, Bethesda, EA are not doing a press conference. They're doing EA Play, which is just a three-hour live stream of games that have already been announced. Cool. Although they might be like, uh, surprise, here's yeah. a new one. True. But probably not. Yeah. Um, and funnily enough, their live stream, they released the timeline of what games are going to be on there. Yeah. They're going to reveal uh, Last Jet, not Last Jet, what's it called? Jedi Fallen Order yeah. gameplay. Yeah. They've shared a little bit, like some snippets mm-hmm. to be like, get excited. Yeah. Um, and it looks like a third, third person action game, which is fucking cool. Yeah. Um, but they have, interestingly, not included Anthem on their Wow. live stream at all they're just ignoring the fact that that game exists now <laughs> so wow. that doesn't look good for them no at all. hey i did hear some good news today actually that um bungie's announced that they're doing a um a copy of uh destiny 2 yeah with i think it's the last two dlcs will be available for free in september Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, which will be good. You yeah, know, that's going to be on um, Stadia good. as well. We'll talk a little bit later yeah. about Google Stadia. But mm-hmm. while we're talking about Destiny Two, they've announced that that's basically the flagship game on Stadia. Yeah, and it's Destiny it's Two providing everything, like yeah. all DLC for free. And yeah, 
you know, just giving it away. So that'll be cool. Yeah. But we'll talk more about Stadia in a bit. Uh, as for what I've been up to, since you're not asking. Oh, yeah. What have you been doing? <laughs> um, I Last episode, we reviewed Days Gone. Yes. And um, full disclosure. It's been when so we many that, Days Gone since yeah, then. Yeah, I exactly. Forgot. Full disclosure, when we did that, we hadn't finished the game yet. Yeah. And I was feeling a bit eh about it. Mm. And then I got to a bit which... To be fair, the game's like 80 hours long, all right? So fucking give me a break. <laughs> I got to this part where it's a settlement called Lost Lake. And from then on... It like was four, Found Lake from then well, on. Well, you got bigger fuel tanks by that point. So your bike can go further without needing petrol. Wow. So it becomes less of an issue. Yeah. And you can fast travel everywhere way easier. Cool. Because prior to that, it was like... You ride somewhere, you can't fast travel back unless you find petrol because you don't have enough. Yeah. Whereas now, like later on in the game, you can fast travel somewhere and then fast travel back. Cool. On one tank, which is sweet. Yeah. But more importantly, the characters in this camp, which become kind of the main, sort of main-ish characters for the rest of the game, um, are really interesting. And the storyline is really good. So why did they wait... 50 hours to show you this yeah, place. I, I think it was about probably, depending on how much you fuck around, you probably get about 20 or 30 hours in before you hit there. Wow. But, um, or maybe 20 hours, I don't know. But yeah, by the end of that game, I was like, to be fair, it got to a point where you go through a mountain pass and you go to two more regions. And when that happened, I was like, fuck, this could be the end. And they could do all of the rest of this in another game or in DLC. Mm-hmm. that's how long the game was starting to feel for me. Yeah. But by the end of the entire game, I was like, fuck, I really enjoyed that. And there's a thing, like you finish the story and then you go back into the open world to like go and do whatever that you want. Yeah. And um, one of the storylines is the Nero guys who are like these scientists that fly yeah. around in choppers. Mm-hmm. You end up bailing one up early on in the game and then... He, you're working with him, like, spying on these other Nero ones to figure out what's going on. Yep. And, um, yeah, that goes on through the whole fucking game. And then when you finish the game, you're roaming around and there's a couple of things that pop up after the story's finished. Yep. And one of them is him being like, hey, man, come meet up with me again. And it's this reveal that you're just like... It happened, like, half an hour after the game had finished, too. Wow. It wasn't like, you, you know, when you finish a game... And then a bunch of things will start popping up yeah, being like, hey, yeah. you can continue the game by doing yeah, these things. Yeah. I was like riding around killing hordes and shit. Mm-hmm. And I got this thing pop up where he's like, oh, hey, I fucking finally got back in touch with you. Come meet me. And it's a reveal where I was just like, wow, wow. holy fuck. So Days Gone 2, if that ever comes out, which I think it will because that game's selling pretty fucking good. Yeah, it is. Um, mm. I'm keen as fuck for it. And the game... Yeah, by the end of it, I was like, I'm pretty happy with my experience with this game. Cool. It was fun. Killing the hordes was good. Yeah. It was a lot of sort of pretty standard open worldy type shit where, you know, you're doing the same thing a lot of times. Yeah. Like, there's like yeah. fucking 40 different hordes for you to kill. Oh, wow. If you want to, but it's totally optional. Three yeah. of them you kill in the story. Yeah. Three hordes. Um, just in story missions but the rest of them you can kill them or not but I really enjoyed figuring out like oh shit I don't have very many pipe bombs or I don't have many like the strategy of it yeah so Mm. you've got to figure out how you're going to kill them and then like shooting a a full magazine of 
bullets and then running the fuck away as fast <laughs> exactly. as you can. Yeah. And just like slowly taking them down that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a few moments where it was kind of an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Which I don't really get very much in games. Yeah, that is Because true. I'm like... Yeah. Although I was playing Rage 2 mm. and um, I was driving along and the driving in that... We're going to talk about Rage 2 a bit, but I was driving Ooh. along and the driving in that game is not particularly good. No. And I fucking was on a road and I, I saw this, my, like my checkpoint was, I could go diagonal yeah. and get straight to it. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I going this long way? So I went off road and immediately went down a giant cliff. <laughs> and as I've launched on the cliff, I got that feeling where you're like, Uh-oh. Uh, you know, like giant drop, even yeah. though I'm watching it on a screen, but I can see my car like in the air about to just be destroyed on the rocks and I got that feel where your stomach just drops I was like oh shit so but adrenaline I don't particularly get that much from video games yeah. but I don't tend to play games that elicit that like Resident Evil and shit like that yeah fair enough but yeah. um yeah I really ended up enjoying Days Gone I think we gave it a four or a three and a half yeah it would have been which I'd probably stick with because the game was pretty long and drawn out, but um, I did end up really liking the characters by the end. Deacon St. John, even by the end, I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> he didn't get much better then. He's just like, like, for example, you do an ambush camp, right? So there's ambush camps and marauder camps, and either way, you get to them, particularly with the ambush ones, you'd sneak up and you'd be like, yep, no worries, just walking along, cool. Yeah. Maybe do a radio call to someone where someone's like, hey, uh, come see me when you get a chance. I've got something for you to do. And he's just talking normally. And then as soon as you cross this invisible line into the camp, he's like, fucking murdering assholes. I'm going to kill every one of you. Uh, And then every time you kill one, he's like, yeah, fucking you like that. You bleed out, you little fuck. You're not going to kill anymore. You're not going to trap anyone else. And then once you kill the last of them, He's like, ah, ah, I fucking got you. Oh, and wow. I'm like, fuck, dude. <laughs> like, you've been crouching, so you're not like, I assume it's supposed to be like, he's got so much yeah, adrenaline, adrenaline that his heart's range. pumping. Yeah. But you like, you sneak through the whole thing, stealth <laughs> kill everyone, and then he's like, ah, ah, like totally out of breath. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, it's so weird. Sounds a bit like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the start of a WWE wrestling thing. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird. And also because, like, he's supposed to be this guy who survived, but he's still pretty normal. Yeah. But then you get to those moments, you're like, fuck, dude, you are unhinged. <laughs> like, you're going to meet your wife that you haven't seen for two years, and I wouldn't be surprised if she's like, please don't touch me. Exactly. <laughs> you are weird. He, like, meets up, well, spoiler alert, <laughs> he meets up in there, and he's like, he's like, oh, I really missed you. And then she's like, yeah, I missed you too. But, like, they can't, they have to keep it secret that they're together or whatever, oh, okay. for reasons in the yeah, plot. Yeah, And, um... Then she's like, oh, can you go do this for me? And he's like, he just like slaughters people. And he's like, oh yeah, I've just killed like all of these people. And she's like, cool. Oh. Yeah. But then there's flashbacks to like where the first time she ever shot a gun when she was like getting hassled by some dudes. Yeah. And Deacon St. John comes up like this is a flashback to before the zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and Deacon St. John steps in and he's like, fuck off. And then they have a fist fight and then she pulls out a gun and fires it in the air. Oh. And then she's like, got the shake. She's like, oh my God, I've never fired a gun before. <laughs> and then it's a bit later where she's just like mowing fuckers down with an AK or something. And you're like, yeah, you've changed. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that game, we don't really need to talk about it anymore, <laughs> but I really quite enjoyed it in the end. Well, let's so. jump straight into Rage 2. Yep. Because Rage 2 has a couple of really, really good points. Mm. Um, there's also a few things that I've found that leave you wanting, which mm. is a bit bit weird. I mean, yeah. the whole thing is, and I said this really early on in, in playing it, it's basically Doom, the most recent Doom from 2016, yeah. just reskinned. Yeah. And... The gameplay, like the the gunplay and the fighting and the movement, all seem the same. The thing that really distinguishes Doom and Rage for me is the perspective on the screen. Yeah, it's really tight all the time. And going from other games where you're a you know mercenary or a shooter or whatever, yeah, it's normally quite wide because you want to be able to see as much as possible in your view. But this seems very tight. And it it almost, when I first started, it almost felt kind of claustrophobic in a way. Yeah. Which is weird. Like when It you, kind of gives me that motion sickness as well. Yeah, Which I don't tend to get from most shooters. But yeah. then there's something about Doom and Rage 2 where everything, like there's lurching movement. Not It's not mm. lurching. It's the, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it that makes my brain just be like, what? Yeah, this isn't right. Yeah, weird. And I get that queasy feeling, yeah. which is kind of what you get from like using VR. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, on a not very well made VR game where you turn your head and it's like the, I don't know the the quick movement. Yeah. In the controls and probably I can adjust the sensitivity and stuff like that to possibly hopefully counteract. But with, that, but... with rage you can't because you need to have quick yeah. turning to because. Yeah. You know, you'll hear something or you know you know that there's somebody coming from the side you need to be able to turn and look yeah. at them quick but because it is so such a narrow field of view um with a controller you can't turn quick mm. you know you turn as quick as it will let you turn um when you're you know playing on a, a pc for instance you can turn 180 almost instantly yeah you know but very different when it comes to being playing on a console even if yeah. you turn your sensitivity up it makes it hard to shoot people then yeah. because yeah, your sense your sensitivity is way too touchy. Yeah, so it's a bit funny in that regard. You've got to um, find that sweet spot, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it's like, there for a reason, and you can tell it's there for a reason. Yeah. Um, it makes it, it feel more frenetic in the like yes, in the fight scenes where you're like fucking whipping around and like yeah, you know, trying to take people out left and right. And yeah. that their enemies are actually quite smart. Yeah, they do. From come what I've seen, and smart. they. Yeah. As opposed to like a battlefield or something where they're, or whatever, well, Days Gone, for example, yeah. the AI that isn't the zombies, because the zombies just run at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, um, the AI of the actual humans, yeah. they'll like just sit behind cover and then stand up and shoot yeah. you. And then when they die, another one will run from another bit of cover to that cover that yeah. you just killed a dude behind, like mm-hmm. that real basic AI. Yeah. Whereas in Rage 2, they're like flanking me and yeah. fucking all kinds yeah. of stuff, like doing, trying to get me, and which they, feels good. It, one of the things that kind of annoyed me a little bit in it is um, the 
the shooting capabilities of these just random, you know, not not zombies, but mutants. they're, they're well, mutants, right? In rage. Well, no, not all of them. Like, there's a whole bunch of just you know apocalyptic survivors type thing, but they've you know become groups. Um, you know, they can. I had one where I had a, a sniper's rifle, and I came across like a just a little. Almost like a checkpoint in most games, it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you just you have to clear it out just to yeah. you know try and re recapture. Yeah. There's the like a hundred of those yeah. throughout the map, yeah. and they're all pretty much the same. Exactly. And yeah. and I did found you, one. Did you find the box of blue crystals and the box of money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Success. <laughs> Great success. But um, yeah, that, that's also another thing. But we'll yeah. talk about that. Um, but I, I found this place, and I. I found a hill quite far back from it mm. where you know you still had to you, know, you could still see the people but you had to zoom in to be able to shoot them yeah and i'm shooting these guys and i'm crouched down behind a rock shooting these guys yeah with a sniper rifle. with a sniper rifle yeah and i'm getting hit <laughs> from these little you know, they're pretty good at two shooting big fucking yeah. yeah six shooters that they've got but anyway um <laughs> They're that was cool. kind of interesting. I mean, for the from the gameplay point of view, I have found a couple of bugs that which yeah. really pissed me off. One of the ones that really annoyed me the most, um, you come across these. Uh, they're like um, radio towers, I suppose, and yeah. they've got these massive, um, like uh, laser gun things. Oh, they're on like them. the um, what do you, what do they call the fucking enemy in that game? The authority yeah. sentinels, yeah. authority sentinel towers, yeah, yeah, and you know there's there's a pulsing sound that comes off them, mm. which is really fucking annoying. Is this and where it like puts that ring of energy or what out, whatever yeah, out? Yeah, I don't still have no idea what that does. I don't really get. I it I take either, them all on in a car. I think when you're not in the car, it affects you, but if you're in a vehicle, oh, okay. it just Doesn't like even... goes past you. Oh, really? Well, it doesn't really do anything, but they're fucking bullets and yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're the worst when you like drive up and you're like, "Sweet, I'll just shoot the shit out of it," yeah, and then run away until my gun cools down, yeah, and then they fuck you up, and your car's sitting like right up close <laughs> to them, blown up, and you can't, you can't, you can't re- do shit. repair it, yeah. So you've just got to shoot them with an with a machine gun or whatever the fuck you've got on, yeah, you. yeah. Um, the digital deluxe edition, you get the BFG, yeah. Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it only has like two bullets. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> so, that was quite annoying. Yeah. I used mine uh, to kill a one of the big crusher things. Oh, yeah. I yeah. went like down in this tunnel and I found this guy and I was trying to shoot him with a machine gun. Yeah. And he just fucking annihilated yeah, me. Yeah. And so I BFG'd him two things and a couple of bullets from the machine and gun it. and he was done. Wow. I was I like, sweet. And then I was down like, in oh, that wait. tunnel when yeah. you find him. There's all these barrels hanging, yeah. and you shoot the barrels, and they drop on his head. That that's yeah, no, how I got him. try that too. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then yeah, he was enough. like throwing them at me. Or just getting pissed off. I was like, "Fuck, how do I kill your barrels?" He's like, "Chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> chocolate." <laughs> that's what he looked like. Yeah, yeah. But he's um <laughs> friend. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and you feel like chunk. <laughs> Brilliant. But, um, but yeah, like we got to, the, I got to this thing and I, I found it and I then blew it up. Yeah. I can't remember how, but I blew it up. Yeah. Um, 
you and the sound didn't the stop. Oh, that's a good bug. Yeah, and it like I was wearing headphones, and it got to the point where I was like, "Fuck, this is annoying" because it was going for like half an hour or forty minutes, <laughs> and I was thinking initially I was just kind of thinking this is a really weird noise, and then I was like, yeah. "It blew up, and the noise kept going," and I'm like. There's got to be something else around here. So I kept running around trying to find other things. And then yeah. eventually I'm just standing there and there's like other cars driving past, shooting at each other and ignoring me and all this yeah. kind of weird shit. Um, but yeah, eventually I just had to turn it off and turn it back on again yeah. and the noise stopped. That's annoying. And that was really fucking high-pitched squeal. Yeah. Like really kind of, like um, like uh, static on a radio, mm. but ear-piercing. And it fucking drove me nuts. But anyway, um, but then, yeah, other things about it I've really enjoyed. Yeah. You know, like some of the, the characters, are, like you can interact with nearly every character everywhere, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the dialogue's obviously pretty basic with some of them. I like of them. some of the names are funny as well. Like yeah. the names of the people, you're just like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're just like, oh, oh, this guy's name is... Hattie McWera, and this guy's <laughs> name is Fasty Gunshoot. You're like, what? Where the fuck did they get these names Where from? Where are you finding these people? Yeah. <laughs> just like brainstorming after doing crunch for like two weeks straight with no sleep. Yeah. They're just all off their face on Red Bulls, and they're like, we need some names. Uh, Go. Uh, uh, Shoey Mc... Laptop bag. <laughs> <laughs> like what tabletop cable face yeah <laughs> right six more uh, ramen computer chair you just are you just saying things that you're seeing in the room no no <laughs> so yeah one thing that's in that game that I find super annoying but which isn't that big of a deal mm. but it's like fucking come on seriously you know all the boxes that you are around, like ammo boxes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can shoot them to blow them up. But rather than waste ammo, you walk up and you press R three yes. and you hit them. Yeah, yeah. And some some will be it. right in front of you on the floor, and you'll go to hit them, and, and it'll happens. hit, and it'll break, it'll break. And you'll be like, oh yeah, cool, got my yeah. ammo. And there'll be one right next to it, and you go to hit it, and nothing happens. Yeah. And you're like moving around, hitting it, hitting it, nothing happens. And you crouch down and you hit it, and it fucking yeah. bursts open. Yeah. And you're like, how <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Does exactly. this happen? I know. It happens all the time. Yeah. It's all like every time. second box. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, how does that, how do you not, like, how does you, because you know people are going to choose exactly. to melee the box. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How do you not fix that? Yeah. So, it was funny because there was one point where I It's just I a lack saw of these, polish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I saw these two boxes and I was on a ledge or something and I've, like walked off the ledge on top of these two boxes and I punched the first one and it blew up and I got all the stuff out of it. And then I was standing on the next one underneath it Mm. and I punched and nothing happened. I crouched down and punched and nothing happened. I had to get off the box, stand next to it, crouch and punch it. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like how, how could I miss this thing? I'm standing on it. And it's not like, it's not a big, this is not a game breaking fucking bug, but it's it's something where you just like, it it stops you from having fun for a yeah. minute. Like it, it, it takes it, you it out disrupts of the game. you. Yeah, you know yeah. when you want, especially a game like Rage Two, which is mm. marketed to be this like fast paced, crazy fucking yeah. world with 
like shit going everywhere and it's so not cliched at all mm. it's totally like out there and eccentric and yeah. weird and you'll be like trying to have this fucking time where you you know some games you can get in and you can just lose hours mm-hmm. because it, everything flows from one thing yeah, to the next yeah. and then this you're like cool I've cleared an area I'm just gonna go and break some boxes oh like and it's only a second yeah, but it's but something it's... that disrupts the flow yeah. and you're just like fuck and you've got to try and figure out how to break a fucking box <laughs> exactly. open yeah, yeah. so yeah, well, I mean, it's not. That's not something that's going to make me go like. Apart from that, this game's a five out of five. But exactly. because of that, it's a four. Or it's a like one. it's mm. just a, one of these things that, you know, when in conjunction with everything else, mm. you're like, these are the the points that have taken that game, taken away from that game from yeah. what it should be. And there's not a lot of those. You know, mm. the other thing that really annoys me is the the ladders, yeah, um, ladder climbing and things like that. All seems... of the climbing is like weird mm. but it, I guess because I've been also I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed the remastered oh, okay, really yeah. ones where yeah. there's even in like the Assassin's Creed 2 and, and that, that trilogy you can climb nearly everything yeah, yeah and then to come into Rage 2 and you're like I want to climb up this thing oh I need to find the fucking ladder like yeah exactly yeah but it, it's really again kind of and you can't just go up and press jump to jump to climb yeah, exactly. up the ladder. You have to press a different button yeah, yeah. to start climbing up the ladder, mm. and like, and that's that's quite annoying. Again, it, yeah. it's one thing that kind of removes you from it because yeah. it's not seamless. Again, it's yeah. it's like you walk up to a ladder and then you have to kind of think about how mm. you climb ladders. Well, if you're traversing the world, right, the main thing you're doing is holding sprint, mm. hot, moving the left stick and yep. the right stick to look around yep. and you're pressing X to jump Yeah, right yep. and then you get to wall and some like container, shipping containers you can press X and you can climb up it Yeah, yeah. but then you get to a ladder you press X nothing happens yeah, you need to press right. square so mm. it's like just it's something that is slightly off yeah exactly you know? and so, it's, it's not until you level up a bit and like it does seem kind of um uh, challenging and clunky at the same time, but mm. you know it's not until you level up some of your skills, like get your double jump and things like that, that it actually becomes a lot more fun yeah. to get around the place. Yeah, um, which is what one of the things that probably makes it's probably one of the most fun things about it. Once you do have that stuff unlocked, yeah, to be able to traverse in a much more fun way. Yeah, because honestly, the driving. Is pretty bad, yeah. yeah. And like the difference in speed between just driving and then boosting, mm-hmm. it's like from crawling on the ground to sprinting. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking nuts. So yeah. if you're not using the turbo, you're like Sunday driving. It just feels weird, and the cars don't turn very well. Yeah, exactly. But if you hit a tree, it explodes. So yeah, you got to avoid pros and cons. Yeah, but I I also found that. You know, when when you start in the game, it starts off the the very first battle and the cutscenes and everything, which are standard in every game, basically setting the story, was kind of fun. You know, it was frenetic and you're running around. There was some nutty shit. You know, someone gets their head bitten off and like it's, yeah. it gets nutty right yeah. from the start. Yeah. But then it 
stops for a fair while. Like nothing happens for a while after that. Mm. Like you've got to go down and search through these caverns and stuff and then come back up. And, you know, you, you finally get to a point where you're going, all right, I got given my car now. I'm going to get out into this open world and cause some shit. Like the yeah. fucking look out, you know, and you get out there and there's not much going on. Like there's mm. a few of these kind of, you know, little scrappy dudes with their, you know, crappy armors and, you know, crappy guns yeah. having little battles every now and again. And then you see some cars having a fight every now and again. Just like randomly a car, or two cars will drive past. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and cool. they're screaming and yelling at each other and stuff. Yeah. And But nothing else is really going on. Yeah. And I found that really void you know mm. like they, I get it because it's a wasteland yeah and it is a wasteland there's fuck all going on out there yeah but you do come across places that you've got to clear out and you've got to do these things and normally they pop up on your map and say hey can you go and do this or you know whatever yeah. um, but I I have really kind of found it you know it's left me wanting yeah it's you kind know. of uninspired yeah yeah it feels a lot. It's kind of similar to Days Gone, actually, in terms of um, an open world which is pretty to look at. Yeah. Um, not pretty, but like yeah. it's visually like it interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but everything that there is to do is really repetitive. It and is. There's nothing yeah. really yeah. interesting. And that was on. the other thing I was going to say. Mm. Like the the repetitiveness of it, just. It, it becomes very grinding mm. very quickly. On the um, upside, it's only like 15 to 20 hours long. Yeah, stories about... As opposed yeah, to close fucking to 80. Yeah, so, which is good. Yeah. Um, but it, it is still a very long 20 hours to get through yeah. it because there's, you know... And this, although the story, it, it moves along at a pretty good pace, it's kind of uninspiring as well. Like there's, yeah. you know, the characters are pretty forgetful. Um, yeah. You know, you don't, you don't really learn all that much during mm. it. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I, I have enjoyed playing it because it is a, a good, fun, quick yeah. shooter. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take an hour to load like Days Gone. Yeah, do. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that, that pissed me off. You can get in and, and, like, if you want to go in and just kill some mutants, like. Yeah, you can. You can jump pretty, in and do pretty it. reasonably quickly. Yeah. And I do find that the mutants themselves are really dumb. Yeah, you know, there's not much to killing them. Um, mm. You know, it's it's pretty cool though when you shoot somebody and their head pops and you hear the melon kind of crush noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the or first you melee time... them and they like explode yeah. in the blood. <laughs> You're like, fucking wow. Or you do the okay. ground punch and there's like, yeah. you know, because you can do this thing where you drop down and do this big ground punch. And um, yeah, I did one. I swear to God, there was like four dudes around or five, I think. And you know, I jumped down and then they all just went and just like <laughs> turned into pink mist and there was bits of shit everywhere. Um, it is pretty hardcore. Like yeah. the, the graphics are... Yeah. You know, the blood splatter. It's very graphic. It's good. Yeah. Um, when you do kill someone, I like how the reticle turns into a, a little skull. skull. Yeah, Just that's to show true. you've killed someone. Yeah. Um, because there are some points where there's a lot of enemies. Yeah. Um, you know, so... Yeah, and some of, of them take a few bullets too. Yeah, yeah. Some of those big ones are good fun to fight against. 
but again they do become really repetitive yeah you know because you're literally just there shooting for 10 minutes at one thing and you're like man i can see daylight through you i've shot you so many times yeah and you're still fighting you know and it's like ah. but anyway i mean it it's like you said it is a you know it, it's a stupid futuristic shooter yeah you know and i think when you compare it the only thing i, I story not story wise but the concept of rage mm. is kind of like um you know rage to um mad max yeah that's... the same way that um saints row is to gta yeah and that's actually I was thinking that today I was like this kind of reminds me of Mad Max but then I was like but no yeah it also doesn't I was trying to like piece that thought together yeah. so that's that is pretty much it. it's, it's like a piss it's take like a of it slap, but slapstick weird yeah, version but they haven't taken that funny version of it yeah you know, they're trying to take him a bit more serious in the game yeah um, but which yeah. yeah I find that in the dialogue too it's like it's they they're trying to be a bit serious mm, and yeah. and like dark yeah but it's like doesn't fit because there's just neon everywhere yeah exactly like yeah blood, heads that pop like melons yeah exactly which is not serious and, at all you know some of the some of the gun stuff is cool you know, yeah like the the character you know um, I guess the character trees and the car trees. And the manipulation that you can have over all that kind of stuff yeah. is fucking awesome. Yeah, like, there's systems. a lot to do in yeah. that. Um, and you can combine things and do all different types of shit. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but again, it, it is almost like Saints Row, but they're trying to take themselves seriously. Yeah, there's no dance disco guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which would which probably would, be yeah. cool to have. And some of the guns are great, though, where you can, like, you know shoot somebody and then sling them off the edge of a cliff and shit like yeah. that. Like that kind of stuff is great fun. Yeah. But again, why aren't they thinking that that's just a Just commit. Take? Just commit to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you can have a serious story. Because like, so this, you know that there is stories out there where it's clearly a piss take and cliched yeah. and whatever mm-hmm. and they own it. Yeah, and they own it, and they are like, "This is what we are, yeah. and we're gonna be it exactly to the fucking nth degree." That's right. And so in this, like, and that's that the way again. The marketing to me looked like, "Oh, this is gonna be a game that is just gonna not take itself seriously yeah. at all, and it's gonna be exactly. a fucking bloodbath." Mm-hmm. And then it's like caught in between. Mm-hmm. In reality, the game is like caught in between where they haven't fully committed one way or the yeah, other, exactly. and then it's like yeah. there's certain things where you're like, "Oh, that's." fucking fun and cool yeah and then another bit where you're like eh mm-hmm. I'm not feeling this moment yeah. you know yep that happens so, a lot mm. um, like there was a guy that I ran into in a bar who you know he was just sitting by himself on the floor in the bar mm. and he's like oh man you know I really want to get another drink but I can't they've, you know they're not going to give me another drink and you know but I know about this stash of, uh, you know, guns and ammo and shit. Yeah. And you're like, uh, you get the option of go, all right, let me know about this stuff. I'll buy you a drink. Or I'll buy you a drink. And I'm like, fuck, I don't care. I'll buy him a drink. Yeah. And then he's like, oh yeah. And all these guns and stuff, they're up in the hills over there. You know, it's some bad dudes, but it's all good. You know, go and get it. Oh, thanks for drink. Done. And it's like, 
there was it was so pointed that that's what had to happen during yeah. that dialogue. Yeah, and you know, there's some games that actually do that stuff really well. Yeah, where it's like, okay, you need to ask specific questions, or constantly give you options in a in a thing mm. to get you towards the right way of doing it. Yeah, but this is just like, here's a guy, on. ask him one question, and then give him an option you know of yeah. buy him a drink or, or walk away yeah you know and it's like well fuck I'll buy him a drink yeah I'm not going to walk away yeah that's right actually you have a drinking problem so exactly and, uh, is there some kind of a uh, you but know, if you walk away you can probably AA go meeting? back to him and go oh wait I will get you a drink oh yeah right. yeah true it's no, like uh, you have an option but you don't actually that's right have an option yeah you, have you to need to, to do this point. eventually so yeah. I mean at this point um I don't mind the game. It it is kind of fun to jump into, but it's definitely not the kind of game that I would jump into all that often. Mm. Um, which is a bit disappointing because I hoped it would be more. Yeah, same. And I did like Rage, but you know, I think I'm also kind of a bit biased because I kind of wish it was just Doom. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I really like Doom, and I really like the fact There'll that be a nuance, Doom yeah. is just literally killing fucking everything that moves. Yeah, and I thought this would be a bit more like that, but it's like they're trying to give it a heart and soul, and it's just not worked. So I'm a bit disappointed yeah. in that regard. Um, I'd I'd give it a three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking probably three and a half or four, but three yeah. and a half sounds right to me. There you go. Yeah. So it's a bit a bit of a disappointing start of the year so far. Yeah, there hasn't been too much that's really knocked us mm. away. And, you know, we were hoping that some of the games that have come out would. Days Gone, I think, was surprisingly good for a new IP. Like, in the lead up to it, when it first was announced, we are like, oh, a guy running from a horde of zombies, that's World War Z. Yeah. In a game, that's Been okay, I guess. Times. Like, yeah. it's another zombie game. Yeah. And post-apocalyptic world we've done that before yeah but then the game itself like i felt like the motorbike riding and stuff like that was really something that set it apart mm-hmm. Be- and it fit in the world yeah because like yeah. in these tunnels sense. that have are full of cars of people that are at checkpoints yeah that have been overrun you're not going to be driving a fucking car around. exactly yeah um even though you do drive a truck at one point in that game and i'm like oh okay so he just drove a truck from like this side of the map to the other <laughs> side of the map without a fucking issue cool no worries yeah wow but anyway like that one i think gets a bit of a free pass because it's a new ip and bend who made it haven't done anything their last big game was like uncharted golden abyss on the vita wow so that's yeah. this is their first big console game yeah and to be fucking honest, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, for anybody to write a eighty-hour yeah. story, mm. that's fucking huge. Yeah. You know, that's a big effort. Yeah. So they and they're constantly bugs, patching bug fixes into it oh, too. So because there was a few bugs in it, but like they're onto it. Yeah. So good. anyway, um, we've been talking for a bit, so I'm just gonna the next one. I'm gonna kind of rush through so we can get into the E3 stuff. But I've been playing Blood and Truth on the PlayStation VR, which is from the, uh, it's from SIE London studio who made the London heist game, which was on the PSVR worlds Mm -hmm. thing, which was kind of like the compilation thing that you got not with the PSVR. You still had to buy it separately, but it was like a tech demo package Mm -hmm. and it was only an hour long and it was really fucking fun. Um, and a really good way to show how you could do a shooter 
on the PSVR. So now these guys have uh, come out and made Blood and Truth, which is, again, set in London. And it's basically like kind of a spy thriller type thing oh, with yeah. shooting and stuff like that. Yep. Um, and there's like stealth levels and shit like that. And to be fucking honest, I reckon it's easily one of the best PSVR games that have been made. It's about five hours long. Oh, that's a good. So it's not good amount. like it's an actual game. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a good amount, but it's also a good amount for the PSVR because you're not wanting to sit with that fucking thing on your head. Yeah, exactly. For like ten hours, um, it does the the characters in it are really good. The acting is really good, but also aside from the game itself being good, there's also like stuffy to interact with around the world like you would expect in a VR game yeah. where you can like pick up a piece of paper and fucking throw it at a bin and stuff like oh, that that's alright yeah. just like interacting with stuff around the world mm-hmm. so that's pretty cool um, I, again as per usual with PSVR games it lets you use the DualShock or the Move controllers yep uh, when I first started playing it, I was using the Dual Shock because my move controllers were dead, uh, yeah, and I yeah. thought, "Fuck it!" Rather than wait to charge them, yeah, I'll just use enough. the Dual Shock. Mm-hmm. But when you hold it, when you look at your hands in the game, when you're using the Dual Shock, your hands are in like the holding the controller position. <laughs> so you're choking someone constantly. But <laughs> if you turn, even if you hold the controller with one hand, like it doesn't know you're holding it with one hand. Oh, yeah. So you can move one hand holding the controller and both hands will like move it <laughs> in the screen. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to describe, but hopefully I'm describing it well enough. But it's basically, imagine two disembodied hands in front of you in the position, of basically, holding of holding a controller. Yeah. And they're just like it's waving around on the screen. Whereas if you use the move controllers, you can like move each hand individually and then there's a button oh, on good. them as well to do different gestures. Yep. So... Um, which again is like, it's not quite in the vein of like thriller spy shooter action game to for you to like make a silly hand gesture. Yeah, but yeah. it's something that in VR you're like, oh, I can do this. Like yeah. I can do this weird thing in this crazy fucking world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's done in such a the game is done in such a way that it feels good. Like it feels like you're involved in the story you're a part of it which is what you want from VR like you're in the fucking world so you should feel like you're part of it yeah for so sure so that's pretty good as with most of that type of story it's mm-hmm. pretty cliched but they know it's like I said before it's a game that knows it's cliched so it like it rides the waves of the clichedness yep. like it's it fits Mm-hmm. so it's not like doing something but being like oh we are very serious but here is cliche um, please ignore that it's cliched you know yeah, yeah. you don't get that kind of cringy feeling mm-hmm. um, so yeah um, in terms of replayability it's fun so for that reason you'd want to play it again but also yeah. there's a little bit of sort of fracturing of the levels so that you can go back and try and do something a little bit differently next time. Oh, that's good. But in general, like replayability, you're probably just going to be like, oh, this is a cool experience. I want to do it again. Yeah. Or I enjoyed being in this. Because like I said, the voice acting and the, the performances of the characters are really well done. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, what you want. Because PSVR, like there's something to be said for a game like The Last of Us where it's on your screen and you're watching it like a movie. Yeah, yeah, But then a PSVR thing, the the requirement for the acting to be good in a game like that 
is on another level. Like it's yeah, for sure. It's on another level of expectation because you're a person in a fucking world, like mm-hmm. literally in a world. That's right. So and it if, can't if be, it doesn't feel like it, yeah, then if yeah, it feels then disjointed it. and it kind yeah. of feels weird because your character talks. Oh, okay. And you're not talking yourself. Yeah. But he's like in cutscenes and shit, your character is responding to another person. That's which is kind of is weird, but yeah. also like, because your guy could be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know why I'm here." Blah blah blah. While your hands are going like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> like I remember doing that in London Heist. Like I had the lighter for a, a cigar or something, and I'm like trying to burn this guy's face, <laughs> and he's just like, "You know why you're here, mate? We got a job to do." And I'm like, "Yep, this is why I'm here to burn your face." So, um. <laughs> yeah, London Heist on the VR Worlds thing was really fucking good, and this game just builds on what they did with that. Yeah, um, takes it up to another level, and I would definitely recommend this if you have the PSVR. I'll give this a four and a half out of five. And yeah, speaking good. of the PSVR, I wrote this on Facebook, but um, for listeners, Big W and presumably Target and everyone else, basically PlayStation are running their Days of Play thing, mm-hmm. which is their E3 week sales and um, they've got a deal on the PSVR and I think the retail is 330 for this deal but Big W have it for 299 it's the PSVR unit a PS camera which you have to buy separately normally and they're Mm -hmm. like fucking 70 bucks or something wow Um, Skyrim VR Doom VFR the VR Worlds thing yeah there was two other games as well wow for two hundred and ninety nine bucks, and I worked out. I went on the PlayStation Store and added up the values of the games. Yep, and it's like two hundred and eighty bucks worth of games, and you get the PSVR and the camera. Wow, for nothing. For like, it's yeah. for two ninety nine. So it's a yeah. fucking great deal. Exactly. And if you have been sort of on the fence about getting one, three hundred is still a good amount of money, money to fork out. Mm. But you get like Skyrim is a game that you can play for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Doom, Doom VFR is really fucking good. Yeah. Like, the, I'm pretty sure the F stands for... Fu- it's a virtual <laughs> fucking reality. Yeah. Um, and that's a really good game on the VR as well. So, yeah, it's a good time to pick one up. And that Blood of Blood and Truth is a game that I would severely, like, honestly suggest you pick up as well. Because it's cool. fucking good. So, moving right along. <laughs> Today is Saturday, the 8th of June. Yes. On Monday, we've got the uh, Microsoft Bethesda and uh, Devolved Digital Mm -hmm. um, sort of their shows. And then Tuesday is Ubisoft, Square Enix, etc., etc. EA Play, I think, is on tomorrow. Their three-hour live stream thing that I mentioned. Yeah. But basically, E3 is on. Starting fucking tomorrow, basically. Pretty much, yeah. So we're going to be inundated with news, and we thought maybe not do predictions this year, but we'll talk about some of the rumors that are out, Mm -hmm. um, some of the stuff that's been revealed and leaked already. Yeah. Because that always fucking happens. Oh, exactly. And It um, seems that's the the whole point of this. mm. And it's actually kind of annoying because most E3s, well, most major, you know, conferences these days any any reveal that they're trying to hold on to yeah just gets fucked 
yeah. know, because it gets leaked yeah. or you know there's someone talking to someone about it mm. you know they're all there a week before getting yeah. on the piss and there's someone at a bar overhearing someone talking about mm. stuff it yeah. tends to be fucking retailers yeah. putting up an ad for a fucking game yeah. before mm-hmm. they're meant to mm-hmm. and you're just like seriously every year someone exactly. puts up a fucking Assassin's Creed fucking ad yeah. on their like Amazon fucking <laughs> Italy or some shit <laughs> yeah. or some Canadian game store or um, mm-hmm. There was a Chinese one that has put up a picture of The Witcher 3 on Switch. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. So whether that's going to happen or not, yeah. who knows? But like, fucking seriously. <laughs> so that's a great game for the Switch, by the way. If it comes out on the Switch, that would be awesome. Because yeah, that's, that's one true. of the best RPGs. But yeah. anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like there's something to be said for... Because E3 is such a... like concentration of all the news all at once yeah that's true it makes sense for some companies to get in ahead of time yep which has happened with the first basically we'll talk about things that have been already revealed so google stadia is one of them yeah and there's videos out on it yeah Yeah. so you can go online and they said they did a 25 minute stadia connect which they said is the first of their live streams to talk about what they have in store for us with Stadia. Mm. So basically they revealed that I think they have like 35 games that they've announced now. Yeah, about that, yeah. Um, And 35 is a key number because that's the number of megabits per second you need to be able to stream 4K. Mm -hmm. But the way that they were talking about it was that you could have 4K with 5.1 surround sound, 60 frames per second, Mm with a game like Mortal Kombat 11 where you cannot have input lag. Yeah, exactly. You need to have, like, you press punch and he fucking punches. That's right. Mm-hmm. And from the confidence of the way that they're talking, like, that's the thing that has kind of been the elephant in the room with cloud gaming. That's right, yeah. Um, which is input response. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's always been an issue with multiplayer games, talking about ping right the ping oh, yeah. the ping level if exactly. it's high you press a button it takes time for it to fucking right. react and it's always a problem when you've got just you know you you servers in other countries or yeah. you know they australia's a big place yeah and if they put one server in one city here mm. it will most likely be sydney or melbourne yeah people in perth are going to see a fucking lag. Yeah. People in Queensland, yeah, will probably see a lag. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But, it, but it all depends um, as internet technology improves as well because like as it is now, mm. um, the NBN's a bit of a schmozzle still. But my place, yeah. I get pretty consistently like 90 megabits per second. That's so cool. if I had a Chromecast Ultra, so the idea with Google Stadia, for those of you who don't know, um, like I said, there's a 25-minute Google Connect. They've released a three-minute yeah, recap video, yeah. so you mm-hmm. can jump on YouTube, and YouTube is fucking owned by Google, so yeah, you exactly. can easily find their Stadia yeah, stuff on right. there. Um, yeah, I went on to watch the Connect thing, Stadia Connect, and one of the first things that came up was GameSpot's one, oh. and I put it on, and it's just a like the exact stream, yeah. except it's got ads every five minutes. Wow. I was like... What? Yeah. So then I went to the Google one, no ads. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, why the fuck would I watch it on GameSpot <laughs> and give you ad revenue? Exactly. 
yeah. when you're just copying someone Assholes. else's shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. Anyway, so Google have released, um, look up Stadia, S-T-A-D-I-A, yep. on YouTube. They have a page dedicated to it, and there's a three-minute recap, which basically says, yeah, uh, your minimum requirement for internet is 10 megabits per second. That's yep. for 720p, which is still good. Yeah, yeah with at, you know, stereo sound. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then the top range is that 35 megabits per second, 4K, 60 frames per second. Um. Mm-hmm. What else? The Destiny Two is going to be the flagship game, but also, as we know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is on there, and they're playing. Oh, actually, the the main thing people were talking about that it was going to be Netflix for video games. Yeah, yeah. but it's actually not. They're going to have mm. their subscription, but you need to buy games individually. Um, presumably down the line, they'll. Yeah make it subscription because otherwise Microsoft mm. are going to bring out their thing yeah, exactly. and it's going to smoke them because the, yeah. Microsoft have already got the groundwork mm-hmm. um, we were talking about this earlier in terms of so Stadia is coming out in 12 countries in November 14 or oh, 14 whatever yeah. so it's the US and then I think maybe Canada yep. and then a bunch of European countries yeah, pretty much and we're not going to see it in Australia straight away we probably will eventually because Google I don't think like we PlayStation Now is a cloud gaming service that's been around for a while and we've never seen it here. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. Google... Um, I'm pretty sure Google want to take over the whole world. They do. So yeah. I don't that's see why that... They, that's them. why they have Google X. Yeah. And that's that's the entire company's focus is yeah. to solve all the problems of the world. Yeah. Literally, that is what yeah. they do. So, Which is fine by me. Yeah. Solving totally the world problems with, is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I have a bunch of Google Homes in my house. I use Google Wi-Fi for a, a mesh Google network. And all the same shit in my house. Yeah. yeah. So um, it knows everything about me. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I've got a guy who I work with who's, like, totally anti-smart home. Yeah. Because he's, like, they're fucking listening to you constantly. And I'm, yeah. like, that's, yeah, okay. I'm, see, I'm torn because it's not, I'm not, like, I hate the... If you're not doing anything wrong, you've got nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Argument because mm-hmm. it's just a cop out. And you're in Al Qaeda, so you're always doing something yeah. wrong. <laughs> but he's not. And he's not. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't trust a giant corporation yeah. to be listening to me all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, it sure does make life easy. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. So and it it surprises me. I'll give you an example. Like I've got a Google phone, so everything I do is constantly monitored. Yeah. It's, it's within arm's reach 99% of the time. Yeah. It's always listening. I'm at home. I've got two Google Minis set up here. Yeah. I've got the Chromecast. Like I've got fucking products. You, you, you decked know? out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got a pair of Sony wireless headphones that have a fucking Google Assistant button on them. Oh, nice. There you and, go. So oh, the Stadia, the Stadia controller has a Google Assistant yes. button. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that, every time Siri. every time I get into my car, I plug my phone in, as ninety nine percent of people do. Yeah. Um, and because it's a Google phone and Google Maps is seamless. Yeah. It it every time I get in a car, it actually gives me suggestions on the map straight yeah. away. So last Friday night, do you have Android Auto in your car? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And last Friday night. Um, Charlie played football my 14 year old played football over at Sherwood so we drove to Sherwood to play for him to play Um, 
I got in my car last night to go over to a friend's house and straight away it pops up and goes, oh, you must be going to the Sherwood Football Club because it's almost the same time as you did last week. So it's kind of fucking scary because until that moment, I just didn't even remember we went to the football last weekend. And, you know, and I was like, why would it be suggesting that? And it's like, oh, fuck, I've done that once. Yeah. You know, and it's like, Ah, oh, hang on a sec, he's in his car again. It's around about the same time. He must be going over there yeah. again. And it just pops up. But I've I've told you to listen to this podcast and you know, we don't talk about other podcasts all that often. Yeah. But there's a new one on iHeartRadio called Sleepwalkers. Mm. And it's all about us blindly sleepwalking into the technology future. Yeah. Um and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I've listened to every episode that's come out about this podcast and most of the stuff that they talk about is big data yeah. and how big data now runs the world. Yeah, it's um, Facebook and Google. And Amazon. Yeah, and that's and Amazon, it. Yeah. And between the three of them, they basically own nearly 100% of the internet. Yeah. Now. So there's, even if you're not wanting to be on them, yeah. you still are. Yeah. And you're still monitored yeah. and you're still checked on and, you know, it's fucking insane how big they are. But yes, having another thing in your house that's another Google product, yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. it's like I find that tracking stuff really convenient. It can be, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. When I open maps and I'm like, fuck, I've got to go to this place and then it's like, Do you want to go to this place? And I'm like, You fucking yeah. read my mind. Exactly. That's where <laughs> oh, I want to that's go. literally exactly yeah. where I and was thinking of. It's uh, it's not that far away until you just get in the car yeah. and it goes, Hey Matt you going to this place again? Yeah. Yes, car, take me there. <laughs> and off you Auto go. Auto drive, yeah. yeah. And you're reading a book and eating a hamburger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Perfect. Every morning I get in the car and I say, hey Google, good morning. And it fucking tells me, <laughs> I just set up your Google Assistant. <laughs> it goes. It's just, you did. Yeah. It says, good morning. It's fucking tells me. <laughs> and then it says, I don't understand. Yeah. It goes, so <laughs> it, it's like, it. good morning, Matt. In at your place, it is this number of degrees. Yeah. Um. Here is your news, and it plays ABC, CNN, and BBC News for me, like the one minute. Yep. Clips, and nice. then I'm, it's like enjoy the rest of your day, and I'm like, nice. thanks, I will. Yeah. Well, it was funny the other morning. I got up, and uh, you know, I always have my phone charging and my watch charging at night next to the bed. Yeah. And I get up in the morning. The very first thing I do is basically put my watch on. Yeah. Because I don't want to get out of bed and miss any steps, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but anyway, that aside, um, yeah. I got every 30 time... steps walking to the kitchen to make a coffee and then going exactly. back to bed. That's it. I'm healthy. Yeah, um, the kids. But... I got the kids' Fitbits. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like at, after school. They're like, "How many steps did you get? I got fourteen thousand today." And I'm like, two and a half." <laughs> <laughs> Well, the good thing they're is like, that we beat it, you. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know you did. Okay, stop fat shaming me. Exactly. <laughs> well, I got up it's and I, rude. I put my watch on, and every every time you take it off charge and you put it on, it says hello or good morning yeah. or whatever. And there's been an update just recently, yeah. and it actually comes up with a little symbol. And now there's like a a um a jumping star kind of thing that's a cute yeah. little thing and it was the first time I'd seen it because the day before it had only updated yeah. anyway I got up and uh, I, I must have woken Tanya up or something and she kind of she rolled over and went oh good morning and I'm standing next to the bed putting my watch on and it comes up with this thing and it's like good morning and there's this big you know 
bouncy star with a big smiley face kind of going, hey, well, and I looked and I went, oh, how cute. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, thank you. And I went, <laughs> yes, not I you, was. my fucking watch. I was talking to you. <laughs> yes. She, yeah, she just goes, she just looks at me and goes, oh, your watch is cute now. Oh, my God. Get out. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking my cute watch outside then. Yeah. <laughs> Leave you in here. <laughs> Maybe I might call you cute if you fucking were as bright and charming yeah. in the morning as my watch is. <laughs> but it's just kind of like technology does make things easier and it does yeah. help. And yes, we all I'm... know we're on a dangerous precipice. With yeah. It. Yeah. And we are probably sleepwalking to our fucking doom, but. The world's going to be a fucking oven and we're all going to die. So we may yeah. as well enjoy it. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it, it does make our lives a lot closer as well. Mm. You know, like Facebook, I've got friends from other countries and I can yeah. keep in contact with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm not fucking sitting down writing letters. Yeah. You know, that shit's <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. i got a yeah. couple of group chats with friends where, like, if I didn't have that, I would never fucking talk to them. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't really care that much well you got I've just your got, own shit I've got my own shit yeah, on exactly you know? yeah. whereas I can get someone can be like hey oh, look I just fucking bought this yeah. you know and then you can be like oh yeah that's cool and it takes like three seconds that's and you've right. had a social interaction exactly Yeah. and then anyway we're talking so about so as bad as it can be yeah. it, it actually has some you know small benefits mm. <laughs> so back to Stadia I'm yeah. pretty keen I think it's a real game changer in terms of like so, we've had some cloud gaming stuff over the years. Like yeah. I've already mentioned PlayStation now, mm. but um, this is like the ease of it. Like, how many people already have a Chromecast Ultra in their house? Probably not as many people as have a Chromecast, but a Chromecast yeah. Ultra is like eighty bucks. Yeah, exactly. And you plug it in, and you buy the controller, which is like seventy bucks or whatever, mm. and then you can play. But you don't need to use the fucking controller yeah, for the stadium right. you can use a ps4 controller yeah. or an xbox controller which is pretty cool yeah mm. or a mouse and keyboard if you if you yeah, use a, right. if you use a computer mm-hmm. like to go open your chrome all you have to do is open your chrome browser yeah and you can stream any fucking game and play it with a mouse and keyboard if you want to yeah it's insane you can sit on the fucking train with your tablet yeah connected exactly. to 5g yeah. When like we get, Once we like, get five, we've got five G on the new Galaxy Ten now, yeah. but in no time it's going to be on tablets and shit, That's and you're right. going to be able to fucking play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on a fucking tablet on your lap. Yeah, you know it's pretty. It's amazing, insane. It? Yeah. It's insane. And then to be like, oh cool, I'm finished. Save. Got home. Turn on. Hey Google. Start playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm. on living room TV. Yep. And boom, it'll fucking turn on. Exactly. It'll turn the TV on, load the game to the save that you just fucking paused on mm-hmm. your tablet. Yep. It's like on a whole nother fucking level. And, and I'm so keen for there it. There are some huge games. Like nearly all of the big developers so far have got behind. I mean, obviously there's some that haven't. Yeah. Um, PlayStation. You know, like Rockstar. Not, oh, but yeah, it's a Rockstar r- is on board, but yeah. they haven't... They haven't announced what, any yeah, games, what but going to be putting like there. it's only a matter of time. Yeah, exactly. And people are totally going to get on board because the cost of entry yeah. is so small. Like That's I right. said, you don't even need anything. 
Well, they're saying you pay the ten dollars subscription or yeah, something. That's right? American right now. So they're saying in in the states what we're just going to be is one hundred and thirty dollars for the, the, founders, the pack, founders pack, which is a Chromecast Ultra, which if you already have, you don't need to worry yeah, about. Yeah, and a controller, and a controller. Yep. Yeah, and that Founders Pack provides you some other basic bullshit as well. I think it's three months of subscription. Yeah. And, and it gives you shit. like, you know, first choice of name and all that kind of crap yeah. and, you know, whatever other bullshit. Um, and then yes, it's 30, uh, sorry, a $10 a month yeah. subscription, um, to have access to it. And like, you don't even need a Chromecast ultra. You, like I said, you can open Chrome on your work computer and start yeah. fucking playing Assassin's Creed. But they've also come out and said that there will be a separate free tier. Yeah. Coming 2020. Next year. Yeah. yeah. So that we add, yeah, it could ad be ad, or ad based, or it could even be, you know, the, like with PlayStation, you can play single player games, but that's it. Yeah, you know, there's no interaction. It might be like a five that. hour, five hour previews or something like that. Yeah, well, actually, they said that you buy the games. Yeah, so it could be like PS2 era PSN, where yeah. you are on the network for free. Yeah, um, but, but you still have to pay for the games. Yeah, potentially. So. You know, there's going to be lots more that comes out about it. Yeah, um, I'm excited, and I hope it doesn't take too long for it to get in Australia. Yeah, it but, would be kind yeah. of good. Yeah, we've we've talked about it for a fair bit, but one of the points that is key, and that I think is going to keep coming up in our conversations about it, mm. is that Xbox, see, EA have already talked about doing their own thing with Origin with yeah. uh, cloud gaming. Yeah, and Microsoft have talked about cloud gaming as well. PS already do it with PS now, mm-hmm. all of them are going to need to follow in the footsteps of Stadia because this is the scale now that we're looking at. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's yeah. no more, like, there's no, oh, PS now is only PC and PS4. Yeah. Like, you're going to need to open it up yeah. or you will fail. Yeah, exactly. And you can't be charging 600 bucks for a PS5 mm. And then hoping to compete with Stadia. Yeah. Like, you're going to have... They, they're going to probably survive for a couple of years doing that shit. Mm. But there's going to be a point of no return where the critical mass of the market is with Google Stadia and cloud That's gaming right. and yeah. no longer... And, like, mm-hmm. the, the argument is, oh, you need to have a connection. Like, if you lose your internet, you can't play your games. But... I already can't play games on my PS4 if I don't have the internet exactly. because of our game sharing. Yeah. I need to be logged into my account or mm-hmm. it doesn't let me access the games because yeah, exactly. it's not my primary PS4. Yeah. So if That's I lose right. internet, I can't fucking play any games mm-hmm. anyway. Yep. And the other thing is that Google owns like a fuckload of phones and yeah. you know there's a lot of you know android tablets out there mm-hmm. that rely extremely heavily on google you know tech and yeah. stuff like that um way more than there are microsoft and and sony yeah. based operating systems mm. you know so when it comes to that kind of shit they have really no choice but to follow in their footsteps yeah. the only other big player in the mobile world is apple, apple. Yeah. And they'll probably do something of their own. Yeah. As and, well. I mean, they're already killing off iTunes and yeah. bringing out three separate ones now yeah. because it's too big a beast. But, you know, you have to do something when there's somebody that's got this kind of power like Google. Yeah. You know, you kind of... They're going to shake the market up oh, yeah. big time. Yeah. Um, like PlayStation and Microsoft already came out recently and, and like I said, they've come to an agreement to work together 
yeah. for this shit moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Mm. But um, yeah, it's all very interesting. But more of, more about that will come out. You know, we'll talk about it. Yeah, for um, sure. Moving on quickly, mm-hmm. um, THQ Nordic yep. have revealed two games already, not leaks. They've been like hey, we're just going to get in before everyone and say yeah, these are two games these. they've got. Yep. Darksiders Genesis, which, so Darksiders 3 just came out recently. Yeah. And it was a bit, eh, mm. disappointing. Yeah. So this one is actually a top-down shooter instead of a third-person shooter, like a third-person action game. Yep. This is a fucking top-down. It almost looks like from the, they've only put out one trailer. Yeah. <coughs> and it looks like, um, and it looks like kind of like a twin stick shooter. Yep. To me, mm. um, I'm excited to see what it's like because I I think when they brought out Darksiders three and it didn't really meet expectations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes you need to change shit up. Exactly. And it might yeah. be the fucking thing that re-energizes the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And Which could um, be good. Yeah. And then another game that they've brought out. Oh, and interestingly, that's coming to PS4, Xbox, Switch, Steam, and the Stadia. Wow. they've announced yeah so it's across everything it's going to be good that'll be good for switch yeah like a little you know yeah twin be. stick shooter yeah um the other one is a remake of um destroy all humans destroy all humans which yeah. they've put out a trailer with a ramstein song <laughs> which is fucking cool yeah and basically it's um they caught they've their official thing was that it's a rebuild of the original game okay. so it's basically a remake yeah um, so that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For some nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing that's already been revealed, I mentioned, was Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. They've shown a couple of little snippets of yeah. the game- gameplay, but we're going to see more of that. Mm-hmm. S- well, the other week. one that uh, you know was, I guess, put out the other day as well was um, uh, what was the D and D game. Oh, Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3, yeah. yeah. that was a Stadia fucking exclusive. Yeah. Basically, yeah. PC and Stadia. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, disappointingly, it didn't really show anything or do anything. Yeah, it was just um, a teaser. Yeah, but, it, and again, there's no gameplay or anything, you know. It was just a concept video of what they've been looking to yeah. work on. Well, it was basically um, saying, uh, these are the characters, this is like, it's like a glimpse of what the story is going to be. Yeah. And also just saying, hey guys, fucking Baldur's Gate yeah, exactly. 3. Yeah. Basically. So it's been a <clears throat> long time. Yeah. So. It's from the guys who made Div- Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. And the, um, on that Stadia Connect, if you watch the full 25 minute one, I'm not sure if they showed it in the three minute one, but basically they talked to a couple of the developers who were working on Baldur's Gate 3 and this guy who started Larian Studios or whatever it's called. Yeah. He said, when I first started, I approached Wizard of the Coast and said, hey, I'd love to make a new Baldur's Gate game. And they were like, eh. Yeah. And then he made Divinity Original Sin. And then yeah. when they were doing Divinity Original Sin 2, Wizards of the Coast approached him and were like, oh, hey, yeah. we'd like you to do this. Yeah. Because... The Divinity games are basically a modern version of that, yeah, true. like yeah. squad-based RPG mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, so they're the perfect people to make the game for sure. Yeah, and um, Divinity Original Sin Two was fucking massive, and they mm. said that they've tripled the size of their studio. Wow! So Divinity Original Sin Two was already a pretty good AAA yeah. game. Yeah, 
now they've tripled the size of their team to do Baldur's Gate wow. three. So that's massive, isn't it? I mean, the get excited. It's like the expectation level is going to yeah. be up there. Yeah. for that. Oh, it'll be up there just like, based on the name. Like Diablo three was, yeah. You know? Like if if Diablo yeah. three wasn't as <clears throat> fucking amazing as it was. People would have burned villages yeah. down, you know. Although like, you saw how pissed they were when they announced Diablo Immortal as yeah, exactly. a mobile game, which I think is fucking great. Oh, I know, yeah. but they're like, no PC master race. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, Blizzard news: um, they were making a first-person shooter based in the StarCraft universe, and they've cancelled it to focus on the next Diablo game and I think Overwatch. Oh yeah, or something. So they've shifted those people. Wow. To the other. Mm-hmm. franchises so that's uh just a thing that i read yeah um moving on interesting yeah yep yeah so Baldur's gate 3 looks fucking sick and we're not yeah. going to see that till well it's the stadia releases in november but whether or not it's at launch exactly. a launch game on yeah. the stadia it's probably next year we'll see um yeah now things that have been announced but not revealed um square enix came out with their little fucking like hype thing yeah. being like hey the worldwide reveal of the avengers game is going to be in their at live E3. stream or whatever yeah. it is at e3 mm-hmm. yeah so i'll be keen to see more of that yeah and see the thing to me is it it will piss me off if they make an avengers game yeah without all the original movie characters voices yeah you know like if it doesn't fit that exact universe that has yeah. been so perfectly made in the movies mm. I'll be like what well you'd think that but we've had so many Spider-Man movies right yes and we had so we had the trilogy with old mate where yeah. he became an emo yeah and then we had the next ones with the other that dude. had that fucking <laughs> Facebook creating dude social yeah. network dude Andrew yeah. Garfield um, and then the Tom Holland ones, mm. which are the latest ones with Homecoming and all that, yeah. where he joined the Marvel yeah, Cinematic movies. Universe. Yeah. But then Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse, the comic mm. cartoony one, yeah. came out, all different voice actors, completely unrelated, yeah. and it was fucking unreal. Yeah, it was So, yeah. and also the Spider-Man game on fucking PS4 True, was unrelated to all the movies. Yeah. And that was fucking awesome. Mm. So, like, you look at it and you think, oh, I would love for this game to be that world, yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I also feel like there's a 100% yeah. chance that if they didn't go down that route, that it could still, still be, be a good. really fucking yeah. good game. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, I'll give so, you the benefit of the doubt yeah. this once. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll fucking see you. I'll yeah, exactly. you yeah. uh, So we'll see that. I'm going to hate it just cause now. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, where's fucking Where, yeah, Robert where's, Downey Jr.? I want Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah. the other thing is Watch Dogs Legion, which uh, in true Ubisoft form was... Announced on a fucking retailer's website, yeah. Ahead of being revealed, which would have been a massive reveal. Like, okay, oh, yeah. so we knew that Watch Dogs Three was coming. They me- they yeah. mentioned on their um, their earnings call or whatever early in the year. We talked about on the podcast mm. where they said they had four AAA games coming yeah. in the next yeah. 
financial year. It made sense that one of them was. So, yeah, it makes sense. Watchdogs. So we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. And there's been rumours of it being set in London. So now Watchdogs... Uh, what is it called? Watchdogs, Watchdogs Legion is officially the name. <clears throat> They've put out a teaser trailer, which basically has... It's not really a teaser trailer. It's like a little fucking clip. Yeah. That doesn't show any characters or anything. It's like the Watchdog symbol, and I think it says something that's like it's basically like a bunch of clues that hey, oh, yeah, okay. you're right, it is in London and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And um, there's also a thing saying that it's gonna be you're gonna have the ability to take control of any NPC in the game or something like that. Whoa. Which is weird. I'm not sure how that's gonna work because I kind of like the idea of Watchdogs where you play as one person. Yeah. Um, yeah. With one objective. But and, yeah. so. Now we know mm. Watch Dogs Legion is coming and the reveal is going to be at Ubisoft's press conference and it's going to show us a whole fuckload cool. more about yeah, that. So I'm good. keen for that. Mm-hmm. Now, last but not least is rumours. I don't know if I mentioned this on one of the previous episodes, but there was a little bit of a rumour. So Ubisoft came out and said, we're not doing an Assassin's Creed game this year. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to have their Vikings one next year because yeah. we've already... There was some like hints... Yeah. in various places that the next fucking Assassin's Creed game is going to be Vikings and mm-hmm. we pretty much know that that's the case but there was a, a very fine slim rumour that they're remaking remaking not remastering yeah. Assassin's Creed 1 wow um, to tell the story of Altair again yeah so um, I imagine it'll be pretty different to the original game if they do that. It's not going to be like a shot-for-shot thing, you wouldn't think. Mm. Like, the story of Assassin's Creed 1 was good, but the gameplay... Was a bit cruddy. It was just like... Yeah, because it was was fucking real early days and it was a new IP, and they've really refined it now, so they're going to... It's going to be Assassin's Creed 1 in an Assassin's Creed Odyssey-type world of gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Mm rumour. Now, whether or not that's true... We could be just like going like that that little light shining in the sky, and yeah, like exactly. so much hope for that, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and it could be nothing. But that's a rumor that I've heard. And the other one, and the other one is uh, <laughs> yeah, and a Ubisoft pass, kind of like EA access. Yeah. So um, this was on the Ubisoft website. Oh yeah. And they've removed it. It was like a it was an image, mm-hmm. and it basically gave you the in the idea that yes they're going to do a thing where you can access their back catalogue the same way EA Access lets you with EA games then they removed it from the site but there's still a fucking link to a page called subscriptions so we can pretty much say that they're going to probably do that well Um, hopefully I can use my Ubisoft points and fucking I'll have like five years of subscription yeah Yeah, that'd be handy I, I mean I've used those points to get discounts on the Ubisoft yeah. store but um I think I had yeah. some that just recently ran out oh yeah because they only last for a certain amount of time and I got an email I got a bunch of emails reminding me to use them yeah um, and I was like well you got nothing that yeah. I want like that I can only spend the points on yeah you know, I've bought all the fucking in-game <clears throat> shit that I'd want yeah um, for any game that I've been playing yeah the rewards that you get yeah so yeah, yeah I was kind of like that but yeah. who knows I tend to go into the games and like before I've even started playing I go like Ubisoft Club and I'm like yeah take the get, new get, guns get, 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 buy, <laughs> yeah. buy all the rewards because I have like fucking hundreds yeah, exactly. of Ubisoft Club mm-hmm. Ubi Club coins 
But the only time that they're useful is, I find, in collect, buying collector's editions and memorabilia. Yeah. Because you're not buying the games from Ubisoft Store, yeah, that's generally. Right. Yeah. And if you are, you're buying PC versions. That's and it. <clears throat> mostly they'll be on a sale. Because yeah. why the fuck would you go to the Ubisoft Store instead of, like, Steam exactly. or something? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And... um in that case, why would you spend a hundred UB Club coins to get twenty percent off a th- fucking twenty dollar game? Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, yeah. So whereas I've used them, where you get twenty percent off on like a three hundred dollar collector's edition, and yeah. it fucking makes a difference. Oh yeah, you for know? sure, big difference then. So. Yeah. Well, look, that, that's the end of our episode. We're not going to go on anymore. Yeah, I'm um, sure there's a bunch of other rumors out there, but I've been pretty busy with work, and you've been pretty busy with growing, growing a beard. A beard. And... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not so I have much. a beard now. Yeah, um, but um, we'll um, we'll hopefully do another podcast just after E3 where we can talk about whether or not those few rumors were true. Fuck, I hope they're going to remake the new <laughs> uh, first Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And talk about all the rest of the shit that gets revealed. Really exciting is Xbox have the floor, basically, because mm. PlayStation have backed out. So Xbox are going to fucking... They're either going to bring it or they're going to be like, eh, phone yeah, it in exactly. who the fuck's here to compete with us? That's and I right. do not think they're going to do that. I think they're going to come out swinging. They need to. They're probably going to yeah. reveal their new Xbox, their yeah. next gen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they'll give us too much detail, but yeah. PS5, we already have specs for it now. So I think Xbox are going to come out and probably be like, this is some of the things that it's going to have. Not go into too much detail, but be like, confirmed, this yeah. is what we're working on and it'll be you'll hear more next year and we're aiming for, they might even say holiday 2020 or something like that. Mm. Well, Um, I think they need to come up with something pretty soon as does Sony because with Stadia's big announcement only a few days ago, they need something to compete. Yeah. Yeah. And well, if they wait till holiday 2020, that gives the Stadia a year of uninterrupted, like fixing all the shit that might go wrong. Yeah. And to be honest, it's Google. Yeah. Not much is going to go wrong. Yeah, and they if it does, they will fix that yeah, shit. They don't fuck up all that often, Google. Mm. You know, they are relied on because they're pretty reliable. Mm. Not like most other companies <laughs> in this kind of you know yeah. gaming universe that we live in. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. It, it's mm. a big player coming in with a big idea, yeah. and yeah. So I really need something. I, I guess. Can you think of maybe one thing that you hope to see at E three? Um, I want to see just a new IP that makes us all excited. Yeah. You know, I really want to see that. Like, I'm so <clears throat> sick for the last couple of years of seconds and thirds and fifths of games, you yeah. know? And that's all they seem to focus on because the IPs are there. Yeah. They don't have to pay any more money to create them or whatever and, you know, all the text yeah. there that they can utilize. I'd love if there was something that made me kind of go, that's a brand new idea. It's never been done before. And it's exciting. And it's exciting, yeah. yeah. And then give us enough that it actually is exciting. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what it I could be. I think the be. potential's there for that for, with Microsoft because they've bought up all those studios. I know yeah. um, one of the other things that have has been revealed for Ubisoft is like a roller derby type game called okay. Roller Champions or something like that um, which is like eh yeah but uh, another one is Ninja Theory who made Hellblade they got bought by Microsoft yeah and they have um, something got leaked 
that they're doing like a four by four, four v four multiplayer online game. Okay. So that'll be a new IP that we'll see, yeah. presumably in the Microsoft well, thing. Hopefully that's something but they've exciting. brought up all these. Oh, and that, well, that's the other thing. There's a new IP coming from Obsidian Entertainment, who got bought by Microsoft, which yep. is that Outer Worlds. Oh yeah, which yep, is yep. Um, that got revealed last year. So hopefully we'll see more of that. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I really want to see is a fucking release date for Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, yeah. I am so keen for that. Oh yeah. I so that whole world is waiting yeah, for that one. Yeah. And hopefully that comes and this week. Like they will hold off until it's fucking yeah, exactly. done. Exactly. Yeah. But I just hope it is nearly done because yeah. I'm fuck. If it comes out at like the end of this year, I think it's probably next year, but if it comes out at the end of this year, I will be fucking cheering. <laughs> My Christmas holiday is going to be like please don't talk to me. <laughs> I am getting some fucking augmentation to yeah. my body. <laughs> yeah. I got to kill this chick with swords for hands. Exactly. Okay, so yeah. please fuck off. <laughs> so, um, good yeah. luck with that. Yeah. So we've got yeah. a couple of days of fucking hectic news coming up. Yes. And then, yeah, we'll record again soon. So we will talk to you then. If you have any rumors or you want us to specifically talk about something in the next episode, yeah. over the next week, send us an email too. Podcast at dropbeagaming.com. Or connect with us on Facebook and and Instagram. Nice. But specifically Facebook because I haven't really been posting yeah. on Instagram. And we'll actually probably see requests. Yeah, that just way. comment on the at underneath this post. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah, under yeah. the post for this episode you can hit us up if you see anything at E three that excites you and I'll probably put a post on Facebook being like yeah. Yeah, What's normally I do the breakdown. Are? I don't yeah. know if I'll do a breakdown of each one this year. No but... one reads it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your breakdowns are like the number 144. <laughs> My breakdowns are mental. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway. All right, thanks for listening. Enjoy your week, and we will talk to you again very soon. See ya. Bye.